All right, what's up, everybody? It's the Rum Shop. We're open for business. Joey Reed's here with Natalino. Um, I don't think I introduced you as Natalino, did I? For the no, last you put obsession? that in just the caption on your promotional post. Oh yeah, that's right. And you have been such an outstanding player. You've been so near and dear to Pogs United, um, to the fan base, and to what it you means mean to be a member. The organization I just learned about the last time we recorded. Yeah, exactly. You have become so key that they've decided to call you Natalino. They being you. <laughs> the people. You're, okay. And speaking of which, um, something I just want to clarify. Um, last time, the last episode, I made a reference that Pogs United stood for fat-ass white girl, which in the realm of porn it does. But Pogs porn, United... Porn, everybody. That's where he got this from, if you picked up on that. He said, in the realm of porn. Right, but in the realm of entertainment. And is in the porn realm not entertainment? Of, not really. It's like, it does serves anybody a purpose? watch from beginning to end? <laughs> yeah, you, you just got to, you know, but that's for another another episode. What I'm saying is that we're differentiating ourselves from that realm. And I am pleased to announce that any woman of all walks of life can join Pogs United. Because it is no longer an acronym for fat-ass white girls. We are changing what it means to be a fat-ass woman gamer. That's what Pogs United stands for. And as such, I want to give a formal welcome to the two new recruits um, who wanted to join Pogs United. Uh, Jessica and Erica, thank you for being the left back and right back while uh, Natalie holds down... (laughs) Uh, like you're the talking center about position. <laughs> well, yeah, the left or right cheeks. Um, while Natalie holds down, Natalino holds down the, the center mid position. Um, don't worry, Natalino, you still have the captaincy. We uh, need your energy and your big, big personality out there, mm-hmm. as well as that big, big booty. <laughs> you're so funny. I know. Um, so anyways, uh, this episode, we're just recapping the weekend sporting events that matter to us. Um, I know one thing that's near and dear to both Natalino and myself is the incredible loss that United took earlier in the week at the hands of Sevilla. What'd you make of it? I'm just very thankful that you waited all this time to speak about it because you were a disaster during that. I think uh, like all real Man United fans, I thought you could have probably committed a crime and broke everything in your path and you couldn't, you couldn't talk even slightly nice about anybody on the team. You wanted to get rid of De Gea. You are De Gea's biggest fan. And right then and there, you said he was trash and it's time for him to go. See, you are confused, Natalino. <laughs> what I wanted to do was I wanted De Gea subbed at that point because I can tell that he wasn't right. I can tell the partnership in the defensive line wasn't working. And Man, I you said, sub the whole team when Maguire's on. Everybody needs to be subbed when Maguire's on. Nobody plays well with him. Like, what are you even talking about? If you let me finish, I'll let you uh, know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> um, anyways, so De Gea needed to be subbed because he wasn't confident. After that mistake with Maguire, you can see that there were leaks forming. After the touch, that poor touch that led to the nail in the coffin... You could just see that nothing was working out for him. And I am a big proponent, just like how defenders, midfielders, attackers, everyone gets subbed in a game. Goalkeepers should not be an exception. You do not leave a goalkeeper out to dry when their mind is going to be in shambles from the start of when something happens. Um, That was my main take on the United game. Um, They all played piss poor. 
everybody's spoken about it. You guys can go do a recap. I just wanted to say that what a piss poor game it was. Maguire hopefully does not come back next season. Um, Martial, I would love to see him because he has his moments, but that guy hurts himself looking at injuries, let alone just being a part of a slight tackle. Um, that's it. That was the the less said about that game, the better. I um, think you forgot to talk about the one thing that was kind that was coming out of your mouth, and it related to Casemiro. Oh, he does game. look beautiful, absolutely. And <laughs> even in defeat, Casemiro, he looks like the most beautiful player on the team. Can I we was, all agree to that? I think he got a facial, a, a real facial, not your you kind mean of by facial. The United players? <laughs> no, not your kind of facial before the game because he was looking really, really good. But you just couldn't take your eyes off him. No, the whole game, I mean, he had that stupid look on his face like he didn't know which direction he was going. You know, some people just ask for directions. He had that look on his face. But even still, he just looked great. Clear skin and everything. <laughs> I looked like he barely broke a sweat out there, which I'm sure he didn't because he wasn't even active. Um, so there was that. And then coming into last night, there was the Ryan Garcia-Tank Davis fight. Do you want to talk about the soccer game today or go straight into the boxing match? Uh, chronological order. Okay. After the United defeat was the Tank Davis fight. Okay. Uh, oh, sure. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 it's no, so, no, it's so you heavy. can open it up because, like, you are the diehard boxing fan all of a sudden. What do you mean all of a sudden? Ask me anything about boxing right now. Actually, I am no. a boxing encyclopedia. Yeah, you do know everything about boxing. What I am shocked about, though, is that you are, like, this lifelong Man U fan. And I think because you're better as well, you do bet your money on Man U. I think sometimes you need to bet with your head and not your heart. But when you bet on boxing, not only do you get it right, you get the exact knockout rounds right. Like you get everything about boxing right. You can't get anything about footy right when Manu is involved. Well, there's a little thing with with Manu footy. Um, I'm sure a lot of Manchester United fans know this. They always give you that hope. You always have that thing where... You know, they go and beat a team like City. They go and beat Arsenal. They beat Liverpool. They beat all these teams. And then you have that itch to bet on United. You have it's it's inside you. You're then holding they lose seven money. nothing to Liverpool at the same time. Yeah, but they won two one or one nothing, whatever the first <laughs> the first result was, which is incredible. Um, they give you these little pockets of hope, and for the most part, the team plays quite well. You can tell when United are clearly going to win a game, and you can tell when they're going to lose a game. That's been the story of the season so far. Like, if they're going to win a game, they've got 85% of the ball. They're passing beautifully. Everybody's working. De Gea is almost like an afterthought. There's nothing going on to bother him or to expose his weak kicking habits. Um, but when they lose, man, holy smokes. It's, it's a blaze of glory. And I had bet 50 bucks that they were going to beat Sevilla 3-1. Boy, was I wrong. And I said they were going to lose 4 nothing. No, you said two nothing first, and then you got scared that it was going to get out of hand. Yeah, and then I said four nothing, and what was that? Three nothing. Three nil. Yeah, whatever. Um, but okay, you, but going on to boxing. But going on to boxing, I called. I was telling everybody, Tank Davis has Garcia in round seven. I called it, and you know I'm not going to break down the whole thing of the fight again. You guys can go see that elsewhere, but. Um, I was telling Natalina as we were sitting on the couch. In the first round, we saw Ryan Garcia really taking it to tank. Uh, he was mixing up his punches. He was looking for the left hook. But the whole time, if you look at Tank Davis, he was like almost squatting. He was in a squatting motion. And I kept saying, he is getting ready 
to just size Ryan up for the left hand. That's all he was doing. That's he was taking in all the punches. There was one right hand that I think kind of like stunned Garcia quickly, or sorry, stunned Tank Davis quickly. Then he went into the the second round, and again the squatting motion, just all from his thighs, just squat down, get back up, squat down, get back up. And when he squatted right when uh, Ryan was going for that right hand, or maybe it was a left hook, boom, catches him. He is down. Uh, he got back up. I want to say he took the full standing eight count. Not standing. He got knocked down. I think he took the full eight count. He, he didn't, got up he didn't get No, back. he got up fast. Did he get up fast? Oh, that first punch? Yeah, he got up fast. Oh, I don't know. I can't. I thought he took the full standing. No, no, no. Like he got up fast. He like immediately up. got Did up. Did he pop back up? Oh, yeah. It popped right back up. And then the ref was just telling davis to go to his corner and stuff and the ref took a little a bit of a longer time to start his count but uh dave uh, ryan garcia was fine oh, okay um i think the theme of that fight um i'm not gonna get into again details and specifics and all that horse shit um but the theme of the fight was that once that knockdown happened garcia was basically checked out he kept trying to throw hooks here and there he wasn't throwing his like usual combination punches he wasn't really roughing up tank davis but on the other hand you can't really do that to Tank Davis, especially if you're Ryan Garcia. He should have remembered what his job was in there. It was to box. He had to be the boxer. Trying to be a bruiser and trying to be the aggressor against Tank Davis is a disaster. Mario Barrios, I think, had the best game plan against Tank Davis, which was box him. Stay on the outside. Keep your jab strong. And then occasionally he caught Tank. He had to be perfect for 12 rounds. I think it was in the 11th round that Barrios got stopped. Um, also, Santa Cruz kind of had an okay approach where he was boxing for a bit. He got carried away and started turning it into a firefight. And look what happened to him. Got knocked back into the nether realms of Mexico, wherever he's from. Um, so Ryan Garcia completely forgot. Or I don't know, maybe that was Joe Goosen's game plan, which was to make like mix up the ugly parts of the fight within like trying to keep composed. But Ryan Garcia can't box anyways. I've been also fucking telling everybody the guy can box worth shit. And everybody kept saying, oh, he's got heavy hands. Against Luke Campbell, you could blow Luke Campbell over and he'd melt down. He had no resume. He had no business being in there with Tank Davis. I was so nervous at the start of the fight. You saw me. I was completely nervous. I wasn't necessarily nervous for Davis, for Tank Davis, because, like, he's going to win. I was so nervous for Garcia because I thought he was going to get busted. Like, that pretty boy was going to just get knocked down and taken to the hospital. I didn't think he had it, and it's so nerve-wracking. And then I was like, oh, what if? What if he comes out and wins? I didn't think he would, but what if? But Tank, like, you like Tank from the ring walk coming in like well, you were let's not forget he had chief motherfucking keef these bitches love sosa are you 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 know what that means war when somebody walks out with chief keef if it's 2023 if you haven't listened to love sosa and you want to get gains in the gym you listen to the intro the first 20 seconds of that song and you know somebody means business because let me paraphrase what some of the things that Chief Keef says in the beginning. These motherfuckers talk about Chief Keef a fake. Chief Keef this or Chief Keef ain't on that. Shut the fuck up. The next you know what that talk shit. I'm effing being they ass. You know I roll with Lil Reesey and them. 
these bitches love souls. I've come on, come on. Ryan Garcia came out with some fucking enchanted song from Disney World. <laughs> he had no chance. He even knew. I think here's the big question. Do you think Ryan Garcia phoned it in? Oh, 100%. So basically, like, that's part of my nervousness for him. Like, okay, cool. He's going to get beat down. We all know that. Davis is going to win. You don't want to ruin that face. Like, I think he's going to become a host of not even sports shows, like like those Love American Island Idol. or Bachelorette shows. Dancing like, with the Stars. He can be on that show. No, like Love Island or Bachelorette, like those things that require, like, love. And, like, that's what the pretty boys do. Like, that's what he's going to end up doing. I don't think he's he doesn't have a boxing career ahead of him. I saw that uh, maybe that he'll end up modeling lingerie for Oscar De La Hoya. I saw that UFC guy, um, that Irish guy that keeps McGregor. Yeah, he was trying to boost him after the fact or something, like saying positive things about like this isn't the end of your career, or whatever. I'm no, like, it's the end of his it's career. the end of his career. It's the end That's of what his I was career. thinking too. I honestly think that him and Casemiro should probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably he'll go and do something to you. No, no, no. Beauties. He, I, okay, do I think the punch hurt? Yeah, I'm not taking, like, I couldn't take my eyes off Davis the whole fight. Like, I, like, I just couldn't. Every time you, his face just showed he was strategizing at every single move. Like, his face was so locked in on everything that um pretty boy was doing and like as soon and, th- and that smirk and right when he's about to attack that like you can't you have to stare at him because you know okay now it's gonna happen he gives you the heads up that it's going down because he gives you a millisecond smirk ahead of all those big attacks like he sees the opening and he smiles like like as a fighter against him i'd be so scared because he doesn't smile until he sees the opening he's like i got you and then he kills you like it's scary well, I mean, someone's smile shouldn't really scare a boxer. But the one thing is just that, again, Ryan just didn't know, didn't understand boxing in that moment. He didn't know how to be a boxer. He didn't know how to lay traps. He didn't know how to counter Gervonta Davis's excellent foot movement. And you see what happens. He ended up getting two-piece. I'm sure the inside of his... Oh, I'm uh, sure it hurt, but I'm thinking he knew he would get even more demolished if he kept going. That's probably why he's like, let me just count down and like just get out because he, he knew he didn't have it yeah i'm sure his his insides are probably well chopped up yeah. um so yeah that was that part and then again uh we had united are you not telling people the percentage you made on your small bet oh that's right uh using fanduel um i came out with from 50 bucks uh i got i think 300 something dollars deposited into my account and then on top of that, I got a bonus of, I believe, plus 250 because I bet the right round. So altogether, off a $50 bet, I made 757 bucks. Shout out FanDuel. Hey, you know what it is. <laughs> I was so... I wasn't that shocked because I was telling everybody, it's round seven. It's round seven. It's going to happen. You called round seven before Davis called round seven because he did say round seven at like the prelims, I think, too. I called round seven when the fight was... Was first made. called yeah, yeah as soon as we found out the fight was made i said he's gonna get knocked down in seven rounds yeah. and the reason why i said seven guys there is it's not because i guessed it's because everything you do is full of science right joel well the science behind this is the fact that when a boxer is fighting somebody who is so overmatched who's so who just can't stay in the same league as the other boxer it's usually gonna be telling in the middle rounds a fair fight a good fight will a fight you can make the argument that around 10 11 12 boxer is going to get knocked out in 
But when there's two guys who are so far classed and, you know, you have a methodical fighter who usually takes time to break down his opponents, rounds five to eight, you got a good chance of making a bet that that's going to happen. For example, uh, Lomachenko, Devin Haney, that's coming up. I say Devin Haney wins by decision. He's not the knockout artist he used to be, but he's just going to be a much better fighter than Lomachenko. If there's a Devin Haney and Tank Davis fight, I'm going to say that Devin Haney wins by technical knockout, by a stoppage in round 11. How? Because Devin Haney is just such a superior boxer that he's going to just take away all of Tank Davis' skills that makes him so special. And Tank Davis is going to tire himself out. And Devin Haney can bang. He Did you not just say he's not as strong as he used to be when the Lomachenko not, fight? He's not as strong as he used to be. Lomachenko is not a guy who's going to come in banging out and try to rough up Devin Haney. But Devin Haney against the guy, like we saw a great example is Devin Haney and Linares. Uh, Linares kind of rocked him. I think it was in round nine or ten. But Devin Haney just had so much left in the tank. He could have fought another 24 rounds easily. So if, you know, Tank Davis tries to rough him up and all that stuff, he's just going to get he's going to punch himself out eventually. And people are saying I'm crazy. People are I I could see you reaching. No, I I was just saying I think you're like I was just talking about how much uh, Davis strategizes. And I think you're like not giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's like uh, just a brute i think he actually thinks things through like he does set traps he does i would if for haney and davis i would bet davis and i'd say round nine and he'd do a knockout he's not there's no way he's gonna knock out 100 i bet you he will. he's either gonna go the distance and it'll be a devin haney win by four rounds what's our bet what's our bet oh well the last bet that we had you ended up being an excellent waitress for me um, at uh, the the Har- Harbans Harbanos um, spot, which was incredible. You were on point. So I would like to follow up that bet with you owe me dinner. Oh, my God. Dinner and a waitress. Fine. And what do you want? Something that I can't say on public, on public radio. This isn't even radio. <laughs> You're joining Joey Reeds on it's Sunday like we're on afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That was my stomach, actually. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, so that was the boxing match. Now, can we move on to today's climax? Anti-climax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. So then we had Manchester United against Brighton in the FA Cup. Semi-final. Semi-final. And uh, I, can just, I can just recap how exciting this game was when I tell you all that Joy Reads here was playing chess.com the entire game. That's right. Uh, I'm really into the Queen's Gambit. Not the show, but I'm into that opening. So I've started to learn variations of the Queen's Gambit opening. And to be quite honest with you, me learning that from Ben Feingold, shout out Ben, you are one hell of a teacher. It is. It was way of a better experience than having to try and keep my eyes open of watching paint dry. That was the Manchester United game. It was so boring it i can't even describe to you how boring and flat that game felt i thought brighton had a few shining moments in the first half but yeah overall it was a little bit boring watching that game was like watching a pickup game outside of region park (laughs) it was like a bunch of guys who were literally playing during their like working hours they decided to all get together at lunch and play a pickup game you guys sucked 
Um, actually, not all of you. David De Gea. Now you're his fan. You're not going to sell him anymore. You're actually going to keep him now. What are you going to pay him? Tell tell your fans how much of a fan you are. So if David De Gea needs to get re-signed, thirty mil, thirty mil for two years. It's a far cry from I think he's making like a hundred mil or two hundred something like that. Yeah. He's making like three hundred thousand a week, but yeah. I mean he's in the he's coming towards the end. He'll be a great backup goalkeeper, but today he's shunned. He was fantastic. He made that great uh, free kick save, and then he followed it up with he made tons of saves with a bunch of other except saves. in the pens. But I'm nobody not made even going to lie to you guys. At the seventy seventh minute, I checked on and went to a chess club. <laughs> was a like, chess club for street kids. <laughs> a chess club for street kids. Um, those kids can't play shit. <laughs> They stunk. I went over there only to find out that my Queen's Gambit, all that video watching was for nothing. But um, yeah, I checked out the 77th minute. So up until then, I can tell you that De Gea was playing well. Um, I can tell you that Rashford was non-existent. I can tell you that Martial is probably injured for the next game. I can tell you that Anthony probably... I don't know. You know what I noticed about that game with Anthony? He does this thing with his eyebrows, like the rock. He does the people's eyebrow anytime he gets booked or if he's in a hard challenge. Casemiro just looks pretty. He looked like somebody wanted to lotion his face. Um, Erickson stinks. I don't know what's happening with that guy. He, just, he sucked. Bruno was flat. Um, Luke Shaw was okay. Aaron I thought Bruno did a fabulous job. He was like taking control. He was the one making things happen. And Erickson had a few good passes. He's just not a defensive midfielder. You think he's crap because he's always put in a defensive role. That's just not his role. Yeah, like, why don't you tell everybody else what you learned from me? Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's just the stuff you talk about all the time. You complain, you complain. And now you're saying that he's shit. He wasn't shit. He was Give him some credit. Guard. When you're a midfielder <sighs> playing in a specific role, if you cannot play that role, you are shit. What did you think of Sancho? Garbage. I think I only saw him for like five minutes. I want to see him eating doubles on some side road in Trinidad. Oh. I do not want to see him play at Manchester United anymore. I want to see he should be working at like Target or um, I don't know, man, Starbucks maybe. Maybe he'd be good on like the left wing, like filling, handing out the coffee to people's orders. Um, not that that's a demeaning job or anything, but for God's sake, he shouldn't be playing footy. And by the way, if you can't fucking do that job at Starbucks, then fuck you. Get a different job. Sancho scored a pen. So? That was You're supposed to <laughs> score pens. This I hate this argument when people say he's so good at penalty taking. He wasn't it's that good. It was like nerve wracking because you remember what he did for England. I think that like he's just isn't this this first pen since then? sure who cares that's your job if you can't score a pen you shouldn't be in footy you shouldn't be playing footy so it's literally march like missed his pen for brighton so you're saying who he should cares? just get off brighton is a nobody team oh. who when last did you hear brighton in the headlines about anything they're never like, okay because they're nobodies who danny welbeck we got rid of Danny Welbeck because he stinks. They're right oh, he had there. one they're good game between, against like, United. Who they're doesn't? right behind, I think, Liverpool or they're near Liverpool, Tottenham. Like, they're the challengers, aren't they? Tottenham just lost like 6-1 to Newcastle. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares about Brighton. Let's not let's not keep this going for any longer than Okay, it has okay, to. okay. I'm not even going to focus on this because you don't even care. You thought this game was a bore. I get it. Um, but you have to get the highlights past Man, the 77th, though. Man U and Man, the right? Man Derby. The Man Derby? 
Yeah, the Manchester uh, Derby now as the final. United's going to win 3-1. <laughs> Where do you come? Okay, you just talked all this shit about them. You said this is Listen, really- guys, I would take the under on this one. United 3-1. <laughs> Martial's going to score two. Sancho's going to score one. City 4 nothing. What? Yep, City 4 nothing as a final. It's going to be so pathetic as a final. Did you hear the silence in the room when you said that? Say it again. City 4 nothing. Nil? Four nil. What what do you need me to repeat? Like what don't you understand? Anyways, <laughs> United three one. Come on, United for the win. Um, are we plugging any other sports? Did you watch anything else that was of importance? Well, we're constantly watching the basketball playoffs, really but you're watching not. The basketball playoffs. I am, and I'm the one that can only talk to it, and I don't want to have a solo conversation. I can still talk about it. <laughs> you don't know anything. They had that guy Scurvy playing. Scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, tonight's the time we watch Denver Nuggets do the full sweep. They are 3-0. You get to watch Luka. Not Luka. Um, Jokic. Jokic. They're not all the same. Your people are not all the same, <laughs> all right? Get it right. Jokic, Porter, Jamal Murray. And it's not Jokic. It's yeah, yeah, Jokic. Oh, yeah, Jokic, the Joker, Thank the you. Joker. The Joker. Okay. <laughs> because you know what? I just learned that there's no J in, like, Baltic areas. Yuck. Yep. Yuck. <laughs> so pathetic. Um, okay, are you going to put another call out for more members for your Pogs United? Like, what are we doing with Pogs United? What is your dream with this fat-ass women gamers organization? Like, where do you want to see this go? Well, I would like to see us enrolled in some kind of event, uh, whether it's a four-side <laughs> soccer game. Uh, it could just be Pog United A versus Pog United B um, right here in front of Regent Park. Um, I would like to see the advancement of fat-ass women gamers inside of a national scale of, of merchandise. Um, I'm hoping that you know my jersey sales will increase within the next two years. You haven't even created a logo. What jersey sales? Well, I mean, this all comes from... This is where you step in. <laughs> you know? This is, this is where your area of expertise uh, really oh, helps as the, the manager, captain of the squad. All right. All right. Um, we'll start merchandising. Yep. So if you want to be... You just want to make money however you can make money, don't you? Hand over fist. <laughs> <laughs> These t-shirts are going to be the most expensive t-shirts on the market. And believe you me, they're going to leave nothing to the imagination. <laughs> um, if you want to become a member of Pogs United, if you think you have what it takes, um, then shoot me a DM at uh, the Rum Shop HQ on Instagram. Um, if you want to be a member of the team, shoot me a message there. Uh, just leave me a brief little bit of information about yourself. Maybe a picture. Um, are you? Are you looking for people to slide into your damn DMs? Well, yeah. I didn't Are you asking, and you're doing it in front of me? You're putting the call out for people to slide into your DMs? Well, how do you think Jessica and Erica got into this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute here. What was, now this took a right turn all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, go on. All right. Um, <laughs> the manager will be reviewing all of the, uh, all of the requests. Um, you know what? Here's a question for you. What do you think uh, a player, a team member of Pogs United should possess when they're sending in said DMs? 
my god oh my god you know what i don't even know how to answer this anymore with you like i i would just say they personality no they don't need to show shit like there shouldn't be any pictures there shouldn't be anything really it should just be um i don't know uh like a haiku (laughs) (laughs) i want like the best haikus All right, so there you have it. Um, a I haiku. want the best haikus. The people who can write the best haikus that are quite funny, that are witty, that are clever, those are the ones that deserve a spot on on <laughs> Pogs United. A and, haiku. Yep, and it can be about anything, preferably about sports. All right, um, we're going to have haikus. <laughs> You're not getting any pictures. Uh, I don't shop care. HQ. Um, how else are we going to verify that they're fat ass women gamers? Haikus. <laughs> so, uh, oh wait, we didn't even get into the, the drink. Do we have a drink special for, are we, are we doing anything for the drinks or was this just a flash of the pan? Thank um, you, man. You know, I'm always about the bourbon, but I forgot that last time. I didn't have a neat bourbon. I think you deleted my rec- track or no, did it where did it go? Ooh, you know what I do like? Going back Haikus. to like, no 1990s, the white Russians. Oh, you like white Russians, but they can't get into the DMs. <laughs> they can't slide into <laughs> like your white DMs. Russians, but we will never know about the DMs. No, no. Alright, listen here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna change it up a little bit, guys. Um you definitely have to send in a picture to the rum shop HQ just to just for the initial proposal part, and then the haiku could come if you want to be, you know, a bench warmer. No, the haikus are for the people that are going to be the starters. <laughs> All right. Um, that's the haikus and poos and this and that. Um, <laughs> I'm Joey Reeds. And I'm Natalino. 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 Yeah, you don't just run through it there. This I'm Natalino. There we go. <laughs> Would you like to say it like my mother? Natalino. That's not how she should say it. She's like, Natalino. Oh, see? Whatever. He made her sound Italian. I got it to Burik. All right. We're signing out. Uh, we'll be back uh, at the end of next week for the weekend or the week re- recap of uh, games. Yeah. And I think you have one really exciting episode coming up, too, that you're going to be posting soon. Why don't you tell the listeners about it? That's right. Uh, I, have my, I have my dad on, uh, on you know, every... Every rum shop has to have the elder of the community of the <laughs> rum shop who's going to provide guidance and really sober you up if you had too much to drink and you, you got into it with maybe a couple of people at the rum shop. Uh, my dad's going to be spitting game to us about the walk of life, about what it means to change your patterns and how to be just the more genuine, happy, loving, fulfilled person. And it was a great podcast episode. I'm really happy about it. Uh, it's going to be one of many from a series that we're going to do. I haven't thought of the series name yet but um he is not a member of pogs united um he was one person who said well people should be looking in towards what's their pain bodies instead of pog united so you won't see him at any of the games um but lo and behold he will be at the rum shop educating and guiding us all on being better so look out for that episode it's going to be posted soon uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead of you. And from Natalino, from myself, from Pogs United, we are signing out. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>